Hey everybody and welcome back. We're applicable. Those of you that join us daily, welcome and thank you. And those ubiquitously, those one and all, invited, all the above, thank you. And however you got here, please continue to do so. We continue to grow exponentially with your help. So real quickly, just for everybody's sake, whoever did hear it, might have forgotten about it, wasn't here. Gonna quickly welcome my guest, and she's in the wings, ready to go, and keep me straight and keep us honest and above board. We just teased a little bit in the green room, if you will. So it is with much appreciation that I do indeed welcome my guest, Susan Susie Spell, and a, she is indeed a holistic a lifestyle medicine health coach and nurse practitioner. And again, quickly, we are indeed going to go to her bio. I'm still on camera, everybody. I have to go off camera to myself. I know you were hoping that both things would occur, but you're not that lucky, I tease. So her bio verbatim from the Podmatch Arena is Susie Spell is an expert in lifestyle medicine and holistic healing. She's passionate about helping people optimize their health and well-being with the right dose of simple yet powerful lifestyle interventions like nutrition, movement, restorative sleep, and reducing stress, her perpetual curiosity led her to explore alternative ways of healing, including holistic health coaching, and she even trained as an Ayurvedic teacher through the Chopra Center. She's committed to blending her 30 years in allopathic healthcare with mind-body practices that support the journey to better health by integrating mind, body, and soul. I chuckle because she knows why. <laughs> Susie has supported many people through the difficult process of behavior change, watching them get off medications, deepen relationships, and more effectively manage the stressors of daily life. You can find her at www.vitaltransformationslic.com. She'll reiterate that just to make sure it doesn't get lost in the translation. And we are ready to go. Welcome, Susie Susan. Thank you. We joked around a little bit in the green room. You're doubly blessed because you don't have to hear me for probably 10, 15 minutes, whenever. So take it away, Susie. Thank you and welcome. Well, thank you, Grandpa Bill. This is going to be really exciting. I was so glad to meet you and connect with you. I love finding people that are interested in health. It seems to be my uh, an area I hyper-focus in, trying to hack my own and other people's. So um, I just, I love it. I love learning. I'm a perpetual learner, which interestingly, I, as a kid, I wasn't like that. But as I got up into college and beyond, I just, I love learning. So and real, real quick interjection, and I will leave you alone. You obviously started 30 years ago. You were what, eight years old? <laughs> yes. I'm, go ahead. Exactly. Yeah, of course you were. Maybe 10, <laughs> tell the truth. Continue, continue. Right. So um, I can tell you a little bit about my background if you want me to do that. Okay. Please do. So, all right, I will. Um, I was, you know, had a, a, I call it a regular childhood here in America. Um, I had mom, dad, I had half sisters and a half brother and kind of a yours, mine and ours family. 
don't have too many complaints about my childhood. Um, went off to college, struggled for quite a while until I kind of found exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I ended up, um, I always had a dream to go to UNC Chapel Hill, and that's in North Carolina. Not too far from Raleigh, if you know where that is. Um, it's the, there's Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill. So there's NC State, Duke University, and Chapel Hill, all within a very short, uh, they call it the triangle. So I went to school there, loved UNC Chapel Hill, got a biology degree and nursing degree, then went back to school for a master's degree. And, um, you know, but I have learned so much. I really loved the foundation that I got with my education. I knew it was a good institution. It was one of the leaders in nursing. So I wanted to go there. I just loved Carolina anyway. And then uh, when I graduated, I worked down the road at Duke and I worked as an RN for um, oh, about five years, maybe. And I worked in pediatric ICU at Duke University Hospital and also uh, an area hospital, also doing mother baby work, lots of family care, worked in public health. So I have kind of a smattering of, of different experiences. And, um, you know, in primary care, I worked primary care, so that is like a family practice uh, outpatient. And I would see people with huge bags of medicine and five or six pages of their their medicine list. And I felt like the only tools in my toolbox were more medications, right? And I remember even saying to somebody, I'm going to give you this medication. Like, I don't, I think it was a prescription strength of naproxen or something. And they said, oh, that might make my stomach hurt. And I said, oh, I have a pill for that too. Because, <laughs> you know, when you have mostly pills and procedures in your toolbox, that's what you use. And um, had my own uh, health scare with MS, fast forwarding quite a bit of time. Um, and this was maybe 2017. And to be honest, I lived tight as a tick for a really long time. And that's my uh, husband's North Carolina expression, meaning just amped up all the time. Like, okay, okay, hardly Thank you any. For that. Yep, Thank you. Uh, we call it sympathetic overdrive. That's how I recognize it now. That means you're just always on edge, you're always keyed up, really hard to relax. It's like you're tired and wired. And I lived like that for a long time because I used to, uh, my mom used to say, well, you're burning the candle at both ends, you know. Um, I'd be up late at night sending patient messages. I had a small family. My mom was diagnosed with ALS. It just seemed like a lot uh, for one person now when I reflect on it. Um, So that was a hard time of life. So as my children grew, my mom passed away, and I found myself in a a pretty nice clinic here in Florida, and I gave a, a patient of mine his cholesterol results, and I said, I have never seen cholesterol results like this, like ever. And he said, have you not ever seen that movie called Forks Over Knives? And I said, you know, no, I haven't seen it. I know it exists. He goes, you want to keep doing this? You better go watch it. So I was like, oh my God, I better go watch it. So I went home that night and I watched it and I thought, holy bleep, you know what? I have never heard this information. Not really, you know, not in the way that it was kind of presented there. And during the same time, I feel like a number of things happened in closed succession. Um, I also was in my MS scare. So I was in a um, just being followed for a time for a little spot on my brain that I had because I had migraines since I was a teenager. They did a brain scan and uh, found this little spot that they thought might have been a demyelinating area. So 
over the course of about a year and a half, I had um, multiple brain MRIs, total spine MRIs, a spinal tap. You know, I had uh, literally the, whole... the spine, not the group, not the musical group. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, continue, right. continue, continue. continue. The, like in the hospital, spinal tap. Um, all to say to me, um, yeah, you don't have to come back. And I was like, but this could this be the start of something? And the reason I was very curious about it and very worried about that was because my mom had passed away from ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, a neurodegenerative disorder. Her sister passed away of multiple sclerosis and their father passed away from Parkinson's disease. So clearly in my mom's side, there was neurodegenerative predisposition at least. So, um, during that time when I found that out, I thought, okay, well, this is fine. I was in this workup and I think it had it in my bio that you might've recorded a little bit before, but what happened was during that time, I was coming to the close of that and they had told me, well, you don't really have to come back. I mean, I said, well, what about this spot or maybe a year or two or three or, you know, what am I going to do? And she said, well, sometimes now with our imaging, maybe that's just what it is. Just a, just a single area we don't have to worry about. And then I went to this conference. So the guy challenged me to watch Forks Over Knives. I did that. Um, I had seen that. I had my final appointment where they said, you don't have to come back. You don't have a mess. We don't know why you have that spot. And um, went to this conference just because I needed some continuing medical education. And it was right down the road in Orlando. I happened to be in Jacksonville, Florida. So I thought, well, I'll go down there. I don't know what that is, but I'll check it out. So I did that. And when I did, it was just the information blew my mind as to how long information has been out there about just how profound lifestyle changes can be. And one evening I was super tired because you know conferences, they start at like seven in the morning and they go to like seven or eight at night. You're exhausted by the end. And one evening they said, we're gonna preview a movie. It hadn't been released yet, but it is now. And I thought, I guess I wanna see it, you know? So I stayed and it was called Code Blue, which your doctor doesn't know will shock you. It was highlights uh, Dr. Sari Stancic, who had MS diagnosed as a physician in her residency. And it highlights her journey of discovering lifestyle medicine and a plant-based diet in particular, and how that helped her transform her life, literally, going from using crutches sometimes or a cane, um, maybe even a wheelchair on occasion on multiple medications and was able to essentially reverse her disease and she opened a lifestyle medicine practice. So I thought, what better timing? My patient challenged me to watch that movie. I had my own men an MS scare. And then on top of that, I see this MS movie and I'm like, clearly this is trying to point me in a direction <laughs> to change my practice and my own life. So from there on in addition to that so this was an awakening like i mentioned or you had mentioned before almost like an awakening like um expanding my toolbox from pills and procedures to just how powerful lifestyle was and simultaneously my daughter had been so interested in these paranormal videos this was like i don't know 2019 maybe and i told her to stop watching that stuff you know because it was just making her anxious and she said, there's something to it, mom. And so um, here in St. Augustine, apparently is known for its paranormal activity. I didn't know that. But I thought, I want to find us a real paranormal tour. <laughs> so I found us a real one. 
this uh, gentleman took just my family out and about around the St. Augustine Lighthouse and the grounds of that. And um, he told us to take a lot of photos, which I did. And I, I really don't tell many people, to be honest, because I think I'm crazy and they think I'm crazy too. But um, the things we saw in our photos was pretty crazy. And um, I thought, wow, there is something else. And I remember the man saying, like, everything is energy. So then, like I said in the bio was, you know, I kind of went down this rabbit hole of like, here I am looking at all this metaphysical stuff and all this lifestyle medicine stuff to increase my awareness of what healing really can be. You know, what does healing actually mean? How can we actually do it? And what I've noticed since that time, when I start speaking to patients about a spiritual practice or a meditation or ways to connect with the beauty of nature, they are so willing and they perk up with um, interest. You know, I mean, sometimes in a quick visit, whether it's 15 or 20 minutes, maybe we don't have all that time, but I do infuse it. I plant little seeds. I, I tell them, you know, maybe once a day, look at the, if you're in a place, I'm in Florida, we have hibiscus and all things blooming all the time. Pick a plant, a leaf, something, or even a house plant, doesn't, doesn't matter. Just look at one leaf and see all of the beauty and the intelligence that went in to that one thing and know that you are also part of nature, right? So all these things for our amped up sympathetic overdrive society, I think we need to bring some of these other practices in and integrate them all into what we do. And now um, I don't know how much your listeners understand or don't understand or have heard of all the different kinds of medicine, right? Well, like there's allopathic or Western, what we talk about like uh, in the States, the kind of medicine we have here, or the UK or maybe Australia. And then there's um, lifestyle medicine, which is this growing subspecialty of medicine that uh, I discovered a number of years ago. It was officially established in 2004, so it's about 20 years old. There's functional medicine. Some people have heard of that, which is really looking at the body in an ecosystem perspective. And I love that. So uh, for the last, I don't know, year and a half, I've been a, a just part-time affiliated with a, a functional lifestyle medicine practice. Um, I do feel like some people are exchanging meds for supplements and functional medicine has kind of gotten that uh, reputation for giving some supplements and things, but it doesn't have to be that way. It can be a combination of lifestyle first and looking at all the different things about the nuances of all these little biochemical reactions in your body, but then we have to pull back out and say, what's the big picture? There's also integrative medicine, which uses a lot of things like sound healing, um, aromatherapy, pressure points, acupuncture, different things like that, that that we can pull in, um, you know, to help. So there's all these different subspecialties and I really think it all should probably be integrated, you know, just kind of have this broader understanding. Um, the way that our medical system in the States is set up, it's not really set up for that because that takes a little bit of time. So it's set up for, I can patch you and send you out the door, you know, and then it's kind of up to you as the consumer of healthcare and health information to understand, to have a curiosity about your body and your health and to go figure some of this stuff out for yourself. You know, even, even me when I'm, uh, 
I always return to the plant-based or plant-predominant kind of diet, but I really try to stay open. If somebody tells me about something or, you know, the different documentaries about fat or, you know, who's pointing fingers at each other, I try to understand both sides, look at some of the research and, and some of the key studies and, you know, people navigating pop science now. So that's like a huge thing is always having to figure out, you know, it's hard enough for medical providers to look at a, at a study and see did is the interpretation correct how is the statistical analysis and some people are you know very good at that and so i like to follow the physicians and other people in the health space who are really good at understanding scientific data the way that it's presented because i have some basis and knowledge of that i had to in my training but of course, I'm not an expert, and so, but I, I have enough to know. Like, well, let me seek out the people who really know how to synthesize some of this. So, I think for a consumer, it's really important to know what, um, you know, what, what you're dealing with, and not to be reeled in by these um, huge claims. I'm just kind of like rattling at this point. So you can stop me at any point, please. No, 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 no. please do. <laughs> so, please do. And real real quickly, real quickly, we talked about this in the green room, everybody in the audience and all of that. Real quickly, we talked about letting her, you know, not letting her, but agreeing to let her do this until she's exhausted because because <laughs> one of the one of the topics we I've got a bunch of notes already. One of the topics we talked about and it was a legitimate fair question who what kind of audience what's the demographics you know what it, right. and and as we said in an all honesty audience a little bit of you that know a little something about a little something all protection probably a lot of you that are learning some new terminology and what have you today and, and when i get back i got all kinds of notes about raleigh and chapel Hill, and <laughs> that's on a personal level you're doing great Please continue, and I think it's affording us all the opportunity wherever we fall in on that chart. Hey, it's good to hear it again, Sam Jones out in Kentucky, because, hey, I forgot that too. Right. Point being 69 and counting, we talk about this. We learn something every day. We learn something that's every right. day. That's, that's just why we're here. That's thank, right. Thank you. So keep going. With, you're doing great. And right, that's, if, you do, if you do say, hey, say something, you old man. I'll say, okay. Well, and I will I will give a little disclaimer, right? Which is, you know, please what do, I'm please please do right, kind I, of talk about that too, just to protect right. whoever the innocent is. Please I'm do. trying to trying to help people understand or raise their health literacy. And to be able to know and find out all the information that they need to make the best health decision for them in partnership with a trusted medical provider. Correct. So if you don't trust your medical provider and COVID has thrown a whole wrench in that whole thing, right? That whole relationship. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if I encourage people to have that relationship and just you work until you find the right person for you, right? The right medical right. provider and knowing the limitations that, right. that our system has. Sometimes we can't fix everything in one visit. It's going to take a little bit of time, you know, and seeking out those additional things. Um, you know, I try to stay open. So when patients bring me information or a movie or a, have you heard of so-and-so, 
if I haven't, I write it down and I go look it up because I'm just curious like that. But you know, some, some other folks may not be, you know? So anyway, you have to find what works for you with your medical provider, uh, in that relationship. So, um, what else do you want me to talk? Oh, heart health. We could talk about heart health. Please of do. Please, please so do. I, and I, I know you're going to. I know you're going to, but definitely tell them about the ebook pertaining to oh, what you're okay. just about. So take it away. Take, okay. Away. So I will say that I am not, I don't work in cardiology. Okay. So I don't work in cardiology. What I do is I work in primary care and lifestyle medicine where I see every day multiple people with cardiovascular uh, risks and issues who have never seen a cardiologist, and maybe there's no indication for them to go see a cardiologist right now either. You know, someone has a little high cholesterol, some borderline high blood pressure, you know, you don't necessarily have to run to the cardiologist for every single thing like that. People come to their primary care providers to manage their blood pressure pills and and their thyroid and all these different things that, yes, sometimes you do have to go see a, a specialist, um, you know, but I see these all the time. I see the the high blood pressure. In fact, I, I just think it's rampant. I mean, that's why one reason why I wanted to um, talk about heart health is because so many people are affected by things that affect their heart and their vasculature which can be many, and in addition, are on sympathetic overdrive, and and we get irritated, um, and we're not as compassionate. So I think there's also that metaphorical piece of the heart, you know, um, how open and loving and compassionate you are towards others, and they are towards you, you know, and not being so reactive, and that comes with some some work with that. And then also, uh, I was trained, I did the heart math, um, interventions for providers. Heart math is an Institute out in California. been doing some really great work for the past 30 years, done a lot of research on all kinds of things, but it's a heart focused breathing where you imagine breath coming in and out of your heart, connecting it with a, a elevated emotion for your own self to regulate your nervous system, which is then reflected and relaxes your cardiovascular system and boosts your immunity and all these other things. So, so many beautiful things about when we can talk about the heart, we could go in so many different directions. You really um, can, you really can. Yeah, right. And so I did put together actually a couple of different eBooks. And I think the one you mentioned in the preview was the Happy Toes Freebie. I call it the Happy Toes Freebie. The, the, the one, with all due respect, the one that you intimated in the profile and when uh -huh, I went yeah. to the website, that's the one I signed up for. Whichever, okay, one, okay. It, whichever one it is, yeah. great. But that, that's, right. that's the one, yes. Right. Yes. And so some feedback I've heard about that one, because it's long. You know, it's long. I go over some blood pressure things, blood pressure and high cholesterol in particular. Some, Sometimes some they labs. have to be. Sometimes right. they have to be to, right. to, to, to define it all. Continue. Continue. Right. And there, I, I, so I created a second one that just really focuses on high blood pressure as well. I can send you the links for both of them. Right. Um, but to know for the one, the happy toes one, and I called it happy toes because way back I when it. I was in nursing I school, it. when I was eight years old, I, um, you know, they, I remember someone saying, hairy toes are happy toes. We were talking about circulation. Yes. 
right? So if you have, um, I almost think of it like you've lost your hair on your toes. And for men, it's like if you were to wear a sock that kind of pulls up a little bit onto your leg, if you're losing your hair in those areas and it's maybe a little darker or uh, than the other skin surrounding it, you're, the blood and the oxygen and the nutrients are not oh, getting true. down to those tiny so places, true. So right? True. And it's interesting though, I'll tell you, because I noticed that on people and I remember not too long ago, I said to a, to a gentleman uh, who definitely had some cardiovascular issues, I said, you see here, you're losing all of your hair right here on, by your ankle, you know, and I can tell that the blood's not getting down here. Like it's not your perfusion is what we call it. The way that the blood goes to right. the lower extremities isn't right. like it should be. Um, and he said, no, I don't have a problem with that. And I said, okay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm, and, and, and I'm sorry, but that's obviously what we encounter sometimes real quickly. That's old mindsets, old conditioning mm, and yes. what have you. And in all innocence to a degree, that's the retaliatory, if you will, not violently mm -hmm. response that they know. Oh, no, no, I'm all sad. Or yes. Well. And so what I've discovered. Your, yep. The, point, yeah. Right. So what I encourage people to do, um, trying to think how to say this without, you know, okay. So another gentleman I saw and I said, do you have any chronic conditions? I'd never seen him before. Cause and I just, I was kind of in a hurry. I just was asking him and he said, no, I don't have anything. And I, pulled up his chart and everything. And I said, well, I see you're on four medications, you know, two blood pressures. You must have, something. You must have something, but continue, continue. And he said, and he was only in his mid fifties, right? And I, he goes, oh, just the normal stuff. So I think it's been so normalized in the last few decades that everybody thinks that if they're on blood pressure pills or I'm cholesterol pills, I'm, I'm right. um, yeah, yeah. that they're still normal. And I'm trying to tell people that's not normal, right? Like normal would be you're not deficient in any medication. You know, Correct. there's no medication so, you're deficient in. So um, yeah, everybody thinks this stuff is normal now. I think it's just we're born into this now, this society that thinks this way. And it is the conditioning. And I, one of my personal missions is to help people understand that, no, that's not normal. Not that you're at fault necessarily. I mean, we live kind of in a toxic world. No, why do we? Yep. <laughs> but to understand that maybe I could do something to make that better. Everyone thinks it's their destiny. Everybody says my parents had it, which maybe they did, you know, but, um, but the majority of high blood pressure is really based on our lifestyle. It's Absolutely. not, um, it's not because your parents had it or you have an, a weird gene. Yes. There are some people that have, other conditions that are right. causing their high blood pressure. Correct. Um, but even in those people, their lifestyle could probably make it a little bit better. But, you know, that's where it goes, like, check off the boxes of all the things that we need to figure out. Is that really what's going on? Is there Correct. something underneath? And if not, let's figure out what to do about it. Diet, you get your biggest bang for your buck with diet when it comes to your cardiovascular system. And one of the things that I love about the cardiovascular system, why I keep coming back to this system, is because it delivers nutrients and oxygen to every other body system. You it have, is a brain. It is a yeah, brain. Right, In and right. of itself. Sorry. Right. Continue. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. 
So and it go, and it delivers nutrients and oxygen to your brain. So if you have problems with high blood pressure, high cholesterol, which are a little different, I can explain them a little bit more in detail if if that's if you want me to do that. But they really do, do set you up do. for um, you know for dementia, um, for kidney problems, loss of vision. <laughs> You know, and then if you have on top of that any sugar issues like glucose issues, diabetes, pre-diabetes, um, you know, even nowadays, a lot of us in the yeah. medical profession kind of just let pre-diabetes ride until it becomes diabetes. And we could reverse the train way before that, yep. you know. Um, so with high blood pressure, uh, there could be reasons why you have high blood pressure, but I think of it like this. It's the pressure inside the arteries. The arteries, you know, your heart pumps and your arteries take the blood away from your heart. That's all good with the nutrients and the, and the oxygen, delivers it to the tissues and then comes back through the veins which we, if you ever see a picture, that's the blue side or blue blood, right? Exactly. Versus the red blood is the oxygenated kind. Right. And what we want is for our blood vessels to be nice and pliable and flexible. And we don't want them to be stiff or hardened. Uh, we want to be able to flex up or down. If you have a lot of blood volume, the volume is going to put pressure against the sidewalls and give you higher pressure. So sometimes people are given a diuretic. That's one of the categories of medicine makes you pee out some of that extra fluid. That's, I mean, right? that's what it is. I mean, yeah, yeah that's right. What it is. Yeah. People call it my water pill because it gets, you know, makes you pee. Um, <laughs> right. But there's also the stiffening part, which can, um, uh, there's a role for nitric oxide, which is a magic molecule inside all the linings. There is also, if you're clogging your arteries or making the narrowing, if you're narrowing your arteries throughout your body, which may happen at certain places and maybe not others, but if it's happening in your feet or your hands or your penis, if you're a man, uh, you know, we call it erectile dysfunction. It's open uh, game, if you will. Yeah, but, right. You know, I mean, it is. I mean, <laughs> or, it is. Right. It is. Continue. It, Continue. Right. And in women, the, the clitoris, too. The, so these the are the same premise. Yep. Right. Yep. These are the areas that are tiny. We call it the canary in the coal mine because it's uh, when you have that onset, it can be 10 or so years, if I'm remembering correctly, that you cool. onset of cardiovascular issues because that may be the first place you see it. Now, there's other things that go into that as well. Sure. But, um, but that is an indication that maybe you have some cardiovascular disease going on that we should investigate and find out about. So my little, um, more my big ebook, it's, it's close to 30 pages, I guess. Um, it does go through on there all about blood pressure, about high cholesterol, which is the clogging of the arteries. Um, and it goes into, I list some standard labs and also some um, right. more advanced kind of labs that I will tell you not all doctors are going to do that. I mean, Correct. if you go to a lifestyle or functional practice or an integrative practice, maybe they'll do some additional testing. But to be honest, mm -hmm. if you just know your cholesterol levels, your blood pressure, um, maybe your glucose level, your insulin levels, those mm -hmm. are some basic things, your vitamin D, you know, so, but, but my little handout, um, there's a page that has the blood work that I, that I recommend that I like to have. And on the opposite page, some um, imaging kind of recommendations and some advanced imaging. Some you have to pay for yourself. So 
you know, uh, you may or may not be able to get them. One is called a coronary artery calcium score. It can right. be ordered, may or may not be covered by insurance. I've heard anywhere between seven hundred or seven seventy-five dollars up to two hundred dollars. Right. Some people don't even need an order to get it. You just go to an imaging center. So sometimes yes. you can just get it yourself and pay for it. You know, Absolutely. which is becoming more of a, a thing now, even with blood work. Some people. It, and that. one quick other interjection: when you do accept it, discover it, agree with it, whatever. What's the price tag on accentuating your good health? And I understand, you know, income and all. I mean, I don't walk away from that. But what is the price of good health if you possibly can do something to accentuate right. it? What's wrong with that? That's a good purchase. And continue, continue. Right, right. Continue. So I think it's helpful to know some of the data. Um, and then you really, as a medical provider, have to work with either a client or a patient, wherever they are. Of you course. know, um, wherever they are, that's why out what, they're there. That's mm -hmm, what they're, they're there. Whether they whether they're convinced of it or not, without <laughs> that's why they're there. They're in a quandary. They're searching. Whatever the case may be, continue. Right. Continue. Right. And I will say that I get more people to open up when I get to the heart of the matter. And by in the, the pun heart. intended, in the pun intended, <laughs> in the multi-definitional <laughs> word, but it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Continue. Right. Some some people, I'll just say. I'll just kind of stop and I'll say, what's really going on? And that question, when I say what's really going on, that's Basically when I figure out what's really going on. Yeah, not Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and they'll, they'll usually tell me, you know, <clears throat> and people have, have a lot of challenges in, in our life, you know? Oh, for sure. For, I mean, just by being a human being, if it was a hundred years ago, a hundred seconds ago, and again, all neutrality, the last three years has upset every apple cart for the obvious reasons. <laughs> Thus is why there's more tension, perplexing. Do, am I doing stuff right? Self-critiquing, he tried to say, and all of that. Continue, continue. Right. So I think in what I feel like the hugest missed opportunity with COVID was, was how can we get a little healthier? <laughs> you know, because we saw... And we're so also used to going, we all, hey, we all do it. We all going around the proverbial mulberry bush and then we're just going to try to cut to the chase and eventually it's going to come to the core, pun intended, but it takes a journey around the mulberry bush sometimes and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just right. a little bit longer of a process. Mm -hmm. And I love your mm -hmm. point earlier, while it's in my old man brain, I call it the, I'm not a practitioner. I've never been one. All the old jokes, I never played one on television. And all, but I fervently <laughs> believe in the Hippocratic Oath, fervently. And obviously, the just not obviously, but you must see your practitioner or whatever. They're the credentialed people to, you know, so it's all good. It, it, it's all lapped into that quagmire, old conditions and the mulberry bush. Mm -hmm. So it can become a proverbial vortex or whatever. And you're the proverbial rat in the maze and all that kind of, it's a sojourn right now for all mm -hmm. of those reasons. Continue. I'm sorry. Right. Oh, I don't know. I know what I wanted to say. I'm sorry. I call it the multi-strip band-aid box because as you said, in a much more elegant, eloquent way but sometimes it takes the little strip if you will to patch the scar that 
whatever. Sometimes it takes the medium one, and obviously sometimes it takes the bigger right. one, and it doesn't right. mean you're going to bleed to death if we got to go to Gaza or whatever. But right. Crazy yeah. analogies, but continue. It is no, it's that. it's true because I think we've um, we've overused a lot of medications, probably. Uh, yep. Antibiotics are a great example, you know, and so um, really trying so to reel back on using antibiotics right. unless we really need to. And when we really need to, we do, and then they can be life-saving. Absolutely. Right? So, um, when the yes. proverbial and the literal light comes on, no insulting, the yeah. proverbial one and the literal one, and that has to come with all your good guidance and all of that. That has right. to come when you admit anything to yourself. Addiction when it was alive and well or whatever, until you mm -hmm. tell yourself that, you know that. With all due respect to the people that are credentialed and trying to help, until you convince yourself, it's a process, mm -hmm. right? Right? It's a it process. It is, yeah. So continue, it is. continue, continue. Um, and you know, one, one thing that I think is helpful for people to know when I run my lifestyle medicine groups that I, that I do, I usually go over the history of like a brief history of uh, medicine and um, uh, even chronic disease, like how that's changed in the last century, century and a half. And when you can understand that, I love, I never loved history in school, never loved it. In fact, I had to repeat a history class one you time. A, you have a full appreciation for it now, don't you? I did a little I bit, sure but do. that's great. But that's great. I sure continue. do. Continue. So, um, now, I love listening to, especially when it applies to med medicine, nursing, any of this health It's your field. love. It's but, your baby. Right. It's your baby. It's your right, baby. Right, right. Yeah. The, the historical context, because when you understand it, you can understand more of where we are and maybe how we need to go forward. So um, one thing I think is that our medical model of identifying the symptom and band-aiding it, put the band-aid on without treating the underlying cause many times. Um, that's all we're doing is we're band-aiding and we're perpetuating the problem, right? Some people, there's a, um, a nice image I first saw uh, from Dr. Dean Ornish where the faucet is on, it's spilling over onto the floor and there's a couple of like medical people diligently like sweeping up or wiping up or like mopping up the, the floor. And we're like, why don't we go turn the faucet off? But, you know, at the turn of like the, what is it, the 20th century. That's a great analogy. And yeah, I, I know, it really is. I'm familiar with that one. That's why I'm chuckling. Continue. continue. Yeah. So, you know, when it was 1900-ish, people were dying of acute things, infections, injuries, you know, different things like that. And we didn't have really antibiotics until the 1940s, right? And that was amazing. It was great. So what have in vaccines, clean water, like all these things happened on a public health level that allowed um, people to live longer okay. and the death rates from those things went way down. And then what happened is chronic diseases went up. Yes, our lifespan might have gotten longer, but now, now in my circles, we talk about health span versus okay. lifespan. Because big, health, big difference. Big, big right, difference. lifespan may be like this long, drawn out suffering before you die. When what I'm after for people is to have a vibrant life until the end and then you drop dead, <laughs> right? So like how, really how great. 
Right. As, and many, I even as many blips in the road, right. if you will, that you can yeah. defer. Right. I mean, isn't that kind of like Nirvana as much yeah. as it, right. as much as it can be? Continue. Right. Continue. Right. It's having a good life. But, you know, um, but so that mentality of here's a problem and I'm going to give you a pill or a procedure and try and fix it. Um, that way, it's the first is, reflex automatically, right. literally, That's, it's the first. Okay, we got a pill for that, like you said. I got a salve for that. I got a cream for that. Mm -hmm. And neither party is bad or evil. Or, it's, but right. you did have a cream or a pill or a salve, and they're okay. Well, I haven't tried the salve yet, so let's have it. Mm -hmm. You're saying it so well, but yeah, continue. Yeah, continue. yeah so I just continue. think, um, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, it's a it's a two way street, right? We can both talk. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and we still have the choice. You know, don't don't get me started. We still have a choice to do that. Thank you. Continue. Continue. Yeah. Um, so I just think that we're kind of practicing outdated medicine when it comes to chronic disease. Agreed. And you know, I have seen what when I learned all this about lifestyle medicine. I mean, I'm like jazzed up, right? I'm like excited. I'm like I get to tell patients that they can reverse their conditions. And which I didn't used to say. And I was really excited, not only for my own life, thinking maybe I can delay neurodegenerative disease if that's in my future. Um, or my dad was obese and had high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Maybe I could in avoid your family that. history that you right, had seen you know? all of that. Yeah, yeah like, oh my gosh, like I, I don't necessarily have to <laughs> succumb to what, what my genes yeah. are. We say genes load the gun, lifestyle pulls the trigger, but you know. It definitely, uh, some people have to work a little harder to lose weight or work a little harder to get their blood pressure well, down, sure. Well, sure. you know, than other people. I mean, it's just based on your genetic predispositions and everything, yep. but you can definitely um, make it better. Um, so that I was talking about outdated medicine. And what I've also discovered in working at some other, what I call standard issue <laughs> clinics, right. since I've learned this. Standard issue, correct. <laughs> right, yes, yeah. yes. Um, is that some of the, when I share my excitement for lifestyle medicine, I'm kind of met with, we don't have to talk about all that. We don't have, there's no time to do that. Like, don't even bother. I've been told don't bother with all that. Um, which really saddens me. And I think why, why aren't, why are other providers as excited as I am, you know? Of course, the people in lifestyle medicine, every time we go to a conference, we're all like, these are our people, you know, but it's only this they, many. Jokingly, jokingly, they say, well, yeah, what else you got? And with uh -huh. all due respect, when they kind of are accepting open, well, nowhere, yeah, and, as, a, right. as opposed to the learning process, like you say, yeah. because it's how we were trained to learn, number one. Or not learn, right. whichever right. way you want to perceive that. Continue. Well, and it's hard to learn the yeah. information because now I have to start talking about diet and exercise, and I'm not the specialist in that stuff. But who is right? Like eat less, nobody, move more does not work. No, nobody, right. nobody. Continue. Yeah, right. Nobody, yeah. nobody. So, um, uh, you know. So, anyway, I think there are. <clears throat> I'll just highlight because I'm thinking Please about do. it right this Please second because I see my little book right there. If you can see it in the, I, yep. um, even I see it, even I see it. Yeah, for you. So <laughs> how not to die. Love that book. And if you take nothing away from my or our conversation today, I think nutritionfacts.org is the thing to know if you take nothing else away.
They're um, so interconnected. You almost is. have to talk about it. Thank you. Right, Continue. Yeah. Continue. So nutritionfacts.com was, um, or .org, I think. Nutrition I believe it's org, but com. don't don't ever don't ever trust me. I think oh my gosh. I think it, is it karma org? Let's make sure. Uh, yeah, let's let's, let's make sure. I thought it was org, but again, never bet on me on anything. <laughs> so the but person okay. who wrote right is yeah. a physician wrote this book, How Not to Die. He also wrote How Not to Diet and How to Survive a Pandemic. I haven't read How to Survive a Pandemic. I've only read parts of me How neither, Not to Diet. It's on my to do list. Continue. <laughs> right. Continue. So I want to just share his story really quickly. If you go on nutritionfacts.org, you can watch Dr. Greger's own story in his own words, which will be longer than what I'm about to tell you. But when I heard it at my conference, I thought, holy cow, this is the best story ever. When he was a little boy, he was really close with his grandma. His grandma had a couple of open heart surgeries. They sent her home and said, just, you're going to die. I mean, there's nothing else for you, you know? And she was 65 at the time. And she found a program called the Pritikin Longevity Program, which is um, now there is, I think, still a facility in Florida. I think there's only one now. Um, but it is one of two programs that is covered by CMS if you have had a heart procedure or problem. Okay, so just so you know that for anyone who's listening. That's important so, information. Thank you. Right. That's important information. It's, Thank you. Right. The other one is the Dean Ornish program. Um, so. So anyway, she, he, she found this program. She rolled in in a wheelchair and she came out walking like 10 miles a day or something when they told her she was going to die. She where's lived 30 more years. Starting, where's the starting line of the marathon? I see, I choose, <laughs> yeah, but that's right. great. That's great. Right. That's great. And um, so she lived 30 more years and he thought, I'm going to be a doctor and I'm going to help people do this. So Nutrition Beautiful. Facts Beautiful. Yep, is... Um, yeah, there's things you could purchase here and there if you want to. But he said it's his mission to bring real nutrition information to the lay public so that you can be educated about anything. If there's some new claim, he scours the literature. He's like, who has time for 3,000 new um, articles a day in the medical literature, right? There you go. Right. And God but bless him. God bless him for being the That's ambassador right. to do that. Right. It's he said someone right. should do that for exercise too. Right. But anyway, um, he has a team of like 50 people that help him search the literature every day. And he makes these little videos, four right. minutes, seven minutes, 10 minutes. If you want to know anything about anything, high blood pressure, He's got it covered. Diabetes. I know that from soy. personal experience. He's got it covered. Right. Continue. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. So um, I think that one is a How Not to Die is a great book. There's How Not to Die of Hypertension in there, How Not to Die of Heart Disease, How Not to Die of Dementia or Alzheimer's, How Not to Die of Cancer, whatever you want. And then a, a number of things uh, in the second half, too. But there's that book. Another book is called... Um, Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease by Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn, and then another one called Undo It by Dr. Dean Ornish. And just as a, you know, full transparency, this is more of the low-fat camp. You know, this is not the keto camp. <laughs> the keto camp is different. Um, there's not a lot of long-term studies about keto. There is a number of different ways of knowing information. The longest-lived populations are the Blue Zones, which was done by Dan Butner, who one who was a journalist, I think, for National Geographic. And he went to find out where the longest lived populations were. So he set out about to find them. 
and he found, I think, nine of them maybe. But he happened to have a blue pen in his hand, and when he found the first one, he went to the map and he circled it in blue. Right. That's why they're called blue zones. There you <laughs> okay? go. There you go. So, like, Thank you. Thank right? you. So these are just areas all around the globe, Okinawa, Japan, Ikaria, Greece. I forget all of them. There's one in the United States called Loma Linda because the Seventh-day Adventists are Correct. there. Correct. And most people, the common themes of these people are plant predominant diet, which include legumes. And there's variability with meat consumption or fish or wine or olive oil or like sure. different things like that. Sure. And then I think we maybe misconstrue some of it. Like people think, oh, it's a Mediterranean diet. It's healthy. So then they glug, 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 glug their oil on their not. salad. That's <laughs> not right. Like that's maybe not a great idea. So, but that said, all across the board, it's a lot of plant-based food, like the way Mother Earth or Mother Nature gave it to us, right? That's, 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 I'm, I'm, again, it, that's why it was from whatever, the Bing Bang or whatever, yeah. anybody, that's why it was there from the beginning. There's a reason yeah. for that. Continue, right. continue. And I just think like the when I first started this journey for my own personal self, I really, um, I didn't do it very well. I came home from that conference and I ate spaghetti and bagels and I gained weight, <laughs> which I can Listen, how many people, I lost 50 pounds and all that. How many people, it's all part of the conditioning. I tried that or whatever, whatever we do. I went to Weight mm -hmm. Washers and I, yeah, I, that right. was so stressful. I'm going to have five. And I only say that because I did it. Uh -huh. I, said, I don't cast aspersions to anybody. I know from where I speak, that's a normal reaction, the way that our mind, all, all the things that we're say, saying. So mm -hmm. you didn't do anything yeah. bad. You did the norm, but you did them. Right. Well, I, I didn't do it so well, and but I was committed. I guess it was fear to begin with. Like, I didn't want these. Sometimes fear can be a good <laughs> Yes, motivator. it does. <laughs> Actually, initially, it probably is. And yep. so I thought, well, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. And um, what I ended up doing, if anybody's listening, is a great resource, ForksOverKnives.com. They have a fantastic meal planner. I had to have a plan. Like somebody helped me with a plan. I did not whatever know what to whatever do. Whatever it takes. Thank God you found right. it. Continue. Right. Found it. Uh, the Forks Over Knives meal plan. There's others out there now as well. But it gave me uh, all the recipes, all the things I needed for the entire week. It gave me a shopping list. It gave me my prep ahead list so I could batch prep on the weekend, just pull stuff out when it was uh, in the evening time. So that was super helpful for me until I kind of got to, to know how to do it a little better. And so I, both I'm still on the journey. So both personally, obviously, and professionally, yes. isn't it amazing? Isn't yes. it amazing when, and wow, wow, we really only need the portion this big and Oh, wow, it really is broccoli or whatever. When you just discover that revelation, however, wherever, when you discover it, it's so revelating. And, it, and it's almost like yeah. sometimes you go, I, I only had to cut the steak down to that big and I'll be great. It's that's yeah. way over simplistic. But and right. then to play to your point about multi-modalities, Aboriginal, Native American, around the world, all those points. Mm -hmm. The more modalities you can address to anything, eliminating the good, the bad, and the ugly, but there's so much knowledge with those multiple mod modalities. So please continue mm -hmm. so that hopefully I'm defraying to you that I don't understand what he's saying, but she'll clear it up. <laughs> Thank you. And so continue. <clears throat> 
Um, oh, where was I going? Oh, the, I, the I threw you off, and that's, so, that, that's no, it's my okay. Guess. But the multiple, the multiple modalities, your normal reaction with spaghetti yeah. or whatever. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I threw you and off. I, I did, I threw you off. No, that's okay. <laughs> and so I, I'm still on the journey, and um, I know who my go-to people are now. And I really just every time I come back to the benefits of plant foods. I mean, it's great for your gut. I mean, eating a rainbow. And there's something if you guys, um, if your listeners want to find it, I follow Chef AJ, who gives a really nice chart, something called calorie density. Okay. And so um, the more dense your calories, there. Okay, let's let me give you this example. Um, carrots, you know, 100 calories of carrots is very different than 100 calories of brownie, right? So those are different. And um, if you are eating a lot of plant-rich food, you're eating food that by the pound, let's say, the calories are low and the nutrients are high. So you're getting all these beautiful nutrients and not many calories. And the further you go along the spectrum, then you're going to have higher calories. Um, you're going to have higher calories and you'll gain weight if you're eating too many calories. So yes, yeah, so right. calories do play into your weight, right. but all calories are not equal. Right. People on a plant-based or plant-predominant diet Correct. can eat a ton of food if you're eating it on that lower end of the spectrum, right? <laughs> I mean, um, I'm skinny I, I, mini. I'm skinny mini, but right, I, yeah. I eat a ton of food yeah. because of everything that you're saying. I practice right, that. and you're not going to have like protein deficiency if you're eating a variety of foods. I mean, we people think we need a lot more than we do. Um, right. There's a great book about that I just read too called Proteinaholic. Right. Uh, people are interested in that. It's fantastic. Um, but you really don't need a whole lot of extra protein. You're going to get. I mean, where do like cows and and giraffes and elephants you know they they eat greenery so that's, um that's it. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah but so for from my perspective i really feel like plant-based foods and a little bit minimal um yeah we need we all need fats proteins carbs and carbs Balance. are not bad yeah. anything Balance. refined right yeah. refined is bad it's going to hurt your Real blood bad. vessels processed raise your is, blood pressure processed is bad <laughs> Processed yes, and processed, um, and to be honest, I crave some processed stuff. Like people love potato chips, or, or like in my house, sometimes I have goldfish. I mean, like you just we, you know, we may crave some of that stuff, but, um, you know, knowing what's processed, Americans eat sixty plus percent of their diet from highly processed foods. They just do. I mean, it's an undeniable statistic. Yeah. They do. They yep. continue. And the more processed a food is, and a very simple example is like an apple. You know, an apple, you could go pull it off the tree and eat it. It's just in its whole food form. But if you chunk it up and make the little chunky applesauce, that's that's processed. Maybe you did it in your own kitchen. Correct. And then if you grind it up, you make it into applesauce. Yeah. That's even more processed. Absolutely. The Absolutely. most right, the most processed apple is apple juice. Okay, so I really don't like people drinking fruit juices, but um, so you can see that another good example might be a potato. If you pick a potato out of the ground and you don't put a bunch of butter and whatnots on it, it's awesome. You can eat. You know, it's awesome. It's beautiful. It's filling. You know, um, 
and you haven't put a bunch of crap on it, right? So that's great. But if we are going to make it into French fries or potato chips, in, in that's a, a half whole a, different a thing. Half a stick of butter, okay? We yeah. wean, wean off, and how about a quarter of a pat of butter? You know, mm -hmm. you can get there. You can get, you know, when you lop it off. And again, you know, we all know who we are if the shoe fits. And that's part of it, too. You can do denial, denial, denial. And mm -hmm. that's yeah. what it is. Well, and, you know, I'll tell people to do an experiment with themselves. Exactly. I mean, exactly. and, you know, to be honest, if, you're, if we're talking about weight loss, because weight right. loss will help your sugar level. It will help your blood pressure. It will help right. you. Like, it helps right. that, all this stuff. Right. There are plenty of ways to lose weight. You can lose weight on a keto diet. I don't think it's a longevity diet. I don't believe that. Um, right. I agree. I you can't lose weight on that. Anything that you stick to. And if you just take processed food out and focus on whole real exactly. food from Mother Nature, you're going to feel better. You're going to sleep better. You're going to look better. <laughs> you're going to, your blood pressure is going to be better. You know, all that stuff. But when we're talking like blood pressure and heart stuff, another really great or something that I think, couple things I think have been very um, under-recognized. Stress is a huge one, of course. Now I think we're, we're acknowledging that a little bit more. I will have a number of people tell me that they're stressed, but they can't do anything about it. However- This is why they're stressed, I'm sorry. Right, continue. well, there's, there's a couple things. So one is the perception of it, how you perceive it. And you can build your resiliency in your nervous system so that when you do um, have stress, that you're not as amped up as maybe you would have been before. Right. And that's what happened to me is I found meditation, um, which I'm more consistent with now than I probably had been, but it was out of desperation because I <laughs> needed to do that. But, um, you know, so stress is a big one and sleep. And especially if you have any cardiovascular issues, if you're snoring or like you Apnea, look in your mouth. Or sleep you know, deprivation, all, all of yes, it. Yes, all of it. Continue. All of it. Yep. Continue. Sleep is a huge one um, and very under-recognized. And so taking true. pills so to go to sleep is not going to give you the right kind of architecture that right. you need of your sleep to be <laughs> restorative and all that. And the commonsensical one, I'm sorry, because we're helping each other, it's breakfast because you break fast while you're sleeping i'm sorry but that that's helping everybody maybe that just never oh okay it is break fast and i don't not yeah. arrogant not anything we just don't think that way sometimes in all of the cases right. but that's a break fast is what breakfast is in your sleep yeah. like you say circadian clock it but you have to discover it yeah. in real life. Right. So continue. I'm sorry. Continue. Which, you know, if you want to talk about circadian rhythm, that's a whole other thing. You know, it really circadian, is. Right. <laughs> circadian yeah. rhythms, um, we're all part of nature. We yeah. all have a day-night cycle. Yeah. And actually, it's fascinating. In 2017, I don't remember the names of the men, but I think it was three men won a Nobel Prize for discovering that all your cells in your body have a circadian clock 
We used to think it was just one center in the brain kind of doing everything. But now what we know is the center in the brain is the master, but it's the conductor. If you will, more discovery, more discovery. Right. And what happens is we, our glucose metabolism and regulation is the strongest, like midday, it starts to fade as the evening comes. So, but then what people are doing is eating a huge meal late into the evening when your glucose regulation is that it's slower, right? right? Because your body wants to power down, but then now what you're telling your gut is you're telling yeah. your gut clocks to ramp to ramp up, and now yeah. they're off kilter from the conductor up in the brain. The the, so, ba- the basic everything is balanced. It does go mm-hmm. right back to everything is balanced. If you're gonna have the proverbial midnight snack or whatever, it's it's, yeah. it's just so counterintuitive. Continue. You know, and Continue. even with the pe- the people with the um, cancer data have shown that. A, 13 hours of fasting yep. time, um, you know, is best. Yep. Uh, I try to go for 12 or 13, although some some nights I don't do it. I mean, we have, I have a teenager, two teenagers. It, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's hard, but you're shooting for a proverbial split your 24-hour day, if you will, as much as you can. I mean, it's a logical approach. It's just like you said, sometimes it's, it's not an ideal world ever and certainly mm-hmm. not now. Yeah. Balance, heredity, all the things that you said. There is no, hey, this is good for you, Jimmy, so it's going to be good for Kathy, as you said. Right, that's right. It just isn't, so continue. I'm sorry. Um, I read a book. I did this presentation a a little while ago about, um, like, chrononutrition, like nutrition and your your circadian rhythms, and so I read Mm -hmm. a couple of books, and one I read was by this researcher in the UK, and he was talking about blood pressure, and he said... um, you know, our normal rhythms for our blood pressure and our heart regulation, you know, is that you're going to be highest in the morning. Actually, most cardiovascular events will happen in the morning hours, early morning to maybe noonish, I think. And so um, he proposed that people, people being medical providers, he encouraged medical providers to have their patients take blood pressure medication in the evening unless it's a water pill, then it'll make you pee all night. So you don't want to do right, that. Right, right. But um, so I, as little experiments, sometimes I'll, I'll ask a patient to change the time of dosing and see if they get any better control, if they're not having great control. Correct. You know, so that, that may be something um, to ask your doctor about too, when it comes Thank you to for that. blood pressure. Um, but I really do think I, every person I see, and I'm, I'm doing a little bit of like, we're, we're kind of veering into obesity medicine in the one clinic I work in. And so I've been doing jumping down that rabbit hole um, of uh, obesity medicine. And I really, I've been looking at a lot of people's food logs because we have them bring their food logs. And if I work with the client as a coach, yeah, I have them yeah. often have them track. You don't have to track all the time, but just to get an idea of what you're doing. Correct. And almost, I would say the vast majority of people are eating one, maybe two fruits and vegetables a day. We should really be ramping that up to somewhere between like five and 10, probably. For sure. You know, and especially a lot of vegetables. So um, if I do nothing else with somebody, and it's going to help your cardiovascular system too, especially the green leafies. Um, And if you eat, if you eat them, um, you know, chew them up (laughs) is good. (laughs) 
even um, without we, even without teeth, I just a little bit. But it is <laughs> it is so important. It's so it really is. The, the, the old adages when your mother, yeah, you make sure you chew it thirty two times. She, but she was right. Well, she right, was and right. your your mom, your mom or your grandma said, eat your vegetables. Well, I mean, who I didn't grow up? They were right. You know, eat your vegetables. Absolutely. But, you know, my mom used to make, she wasn't busy. She worked all the time. And she, I don't know how she did it. She kept a clean house. She worked hours on end. Um, but she also would say, eat your vegetables. But you know what? She was a fantastic cook. She used to win awards. So I'm not saying she wasn't That's a good cook. Great. But, right. That's but always like, great. That's always great. Yeah, right. Mom's right. a but, pretty good cook. Oh, grandma. Yeah. yeah. Continue. Yeah. But what she... Well, what she would do often enough so that I have a little bit of like a vivid memory of it is she would give us this stuff called veg all, which I think had like little triangles I'm, of I'm carrots. That old. I'm that old. I remember it well. Yeah. Oh, God. It did. It, it had like, if I remember correctly, I think it had carrots for sure, curb, you know, cubed out. And I think uh, it yep. might have been, it definitely was one of the green ones, string peas. beans or there whatever. There were peas. Yeah, yeah, peace, Maybe peace. Thank you for that. But Maybe even though I can't green. remember it, I do remember it, and I remember the. I can see the can. I can see the can. Mm -hmm. continue, yep. Continue. And it just, continue. it put a quote bad taste in my mouth for vegetables, yeah. Yeah. unless she made fresh, you know, right. and then and then it was right. better. But right. so if we're trying to get people interested in in vegetables and fruits and things like that, finding, you know, people just being open to trying something, and I I say if you do nothing else, add vegetables. If you don't want to change anything, and, and, just and like add you vegetables. Say, and like you say, give it, you know, it's not going to be tomorrow at six o'clock or whatever to play to yeah. our, everything has to be instantaneous because, because, yeah. because you have to work it and just give it some time. And again, it's certainly not going to harm you or what you would never even recommend it for, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and the it, worst thing, if it's worse. We're right back to point zero and we'll go another route and find out why it didn't work and all of that. It's not, it's right. not, there's no risk really, if you will. There's no risk. I'm sorry. Right. But continue. Yeah, no, no, it's true. Unless yeah. you're eating like very high volumes of like one kind of thing, you know, Agreed. you really do need a variety. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Yeah, again, it doesn't have to again, be that complicated. Again, that's but... why it's available to us, and that's diminishing mm -hmm. for all the reasons. That, but that, that's why it's all available to us. Hey, if you don't like apples, eat pears. Or hey, we got broccoli. Or hey, remember when I created cherries? Or whatever. Right? Right? I yeah. mean, yeah. it's there. And right. it's just an education process, like everything. And one, yeah. one other one, I got to get in, and I want you mm. no aspersions on you know, you know. You can, you know who um, and it's fair. Anything that comes in a card box, board box, please listen, everybody. You will drop weight rapidly. Now pay attention. Most of that's water weight, and this is why you gained it back. And you're gonna get those products if you decide to, forever and ever and ever. I'm so sorry, but that is gonna be your results, and that's the reason why. Mm -hmm. And you know, right? the thing is, is I tell people, you know, with processing, with processed foods, um, if you're shopping in the middle of the grocery store and buying a lot from the middle of the grocery store, that's not the best idea. You want to shop the outsides, right? The outside exactly. ring, exactly. produce. If you eat meat, then the, you know, the meat section. I do want people to 
right. up level their meat if they're eating meat and use just a smaller amount. But um, and, and sometimes if you put it on their side as marketing and display, which isn't that bad. We all know about the top shelves, the low shelf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, they do have to diminish inventory and all of that to a some degree. But we all mm-hmm. know about that, or we should know about well, it. Well, I like think I, your, I, like you're I saying, really don't like think so many people know because they don't. You know, they don't. We could go down a whole rabbit hole of like food politics and marketing sure. and all of that stuff. We don't have think, enough time to talk. About no, we don't. We don't have we enough don't time. Have enough time to talk. Go, ahead. go ahead. But I'll tell you that I, I work with people and they'll say, well, the package says natural. I'm like, that doesn't mean Jack, you know what? Like that just or, doesn't or mean again, anything. Or organic, unless you do your homework to find right. out that it is organic, right? Right? Yes. And so the, the symbol that says USDA organic should be legit. I've heard about some packaging. Emphasis, emphasis on should stuff, be in today's world. In yeah, today's should world. be. Yeah, yeah should, be. should um, be. You know, so that one should be. Uh, Non-GMO, there's, there's, a, there's only a handful, maybe eight or nine um, things that are GMO but that's a lot of them that are in our packaged products. But if it says non-GMO, again, that's okay, Again, it's it not is. a marketing ploy, but there's some elasticity, if you mm-hmm. will. In, well, in it is a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 So continue on. Um, to get people to think that things are healthy. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You know, it so. is a ploy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continue. Yeah, I mean, Thank you. Thank you. Is... She said it. I, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Continue. Well, so, I'm teasing. A lot of this stuff is meant to it. deceive I'm you. Teasing. I'm teasing. Continue. Mm-hmm. Continue. Yeah, things are made to deceive you. I mean, that's just that's what marketing's all about. Um, right. You know. So that goes back and, into the that goes back into the system that we're all used to, learned about, been told about. If you're twelve, you got twelve years of it. If you're a hundred and twelve, and no, I'm not yet. You you've heard it all in that time span, that many times over, if you will. So you you're just so on key, and I if I could stop interrupting, but it's passion. No, it's Continue. okay. It's okay. Continue. No, I I have the same passion. It's like when I think about it, there's so many things to know, and I've I've built out a course. I haven't released it yet for heart health because it has you have to have a journey of learning all this stuff, which takes more than just one podcast episode or Where does um, it and one visit it. with your doctor. Yeah, it does. Right. Uh, yeah. Your auto mechanic. Let's be crazy. Yeah, you know, well, it yeah. might be the engine and we're not quite sure. Can you come back tomorrow just to try to say, but in really to maybe try to save you some money and make sure it's not a $9,000 job craziness or whatever. Right. And you know process. what I, um, what I do want to, yeah, tell people yeah. to do is continue. be conscious consumers of the, the marketing and the, deception that can go on the front of a package that's number one but number two which i'm trying to do more of now that i know the things that i know is to find out um you know where there's a farmer's market in my area or um we we took a nice drive 45 minutes south to go to a a farm that one of my patients told me about and got this beautiful produce for you know not nearly as much as it would be at my local grocery store right so i mean it comes right off the field Now, um, I prefer when things are organic and not sprayed, but um, there are some farms out there. Yeah, Yeah, there's some farms out there that are using organic practices or not using pesticides, but they don't have the 
Thus is organic. when thus is when they're truly organic. To just be to beat that yeah. point home. Continue, continue. Right, and so you know, unfortunately, now food back when my grandma or your grandma was alive, it was just food. <laughs> now there, there were no we, pesticides. I mean, they just right. Wasn't. I mean, it just wasn't right. It just wasn't. So, continue, continue. Yeah, and the um, there's some really great historical things in my in my own podcast on my second episode i tr i thought to myself for my second episode i really want to go through like where are we now and how do we get here and it took me like a month to put it together because i was like looking it's up all this stuff there's so much that went into it but a turning point was world war ii so so true and a lot of us you know, have, we're born after World War II. We're just born into the fishbowl. I call it the fishbowl or the hamster wheel, <laughs> you know, and of that conditioning because they had all this extra petroleum. They had to do something with it. So they created fertilizer and then they created pesticides because they noticed they were getting pests and we're monocropping everything. And so they're having to do more pesticides, more pesticides, more. And then all of a sudden we have to create genetically modified seed to withstand all the spraying. And that is such a detriment to your body. So there's so many different things to look at and consider so that it can feel overwhelming. And a lot of people just throw their hands up and say, well, forget it. And my advice is if you're in that, throw your hands up and forget it. Don't eat after seven at night and increase your vegetables. If you do nothing else. If you start with those two, let's see what happens. <laughs> but really, right. seriously, let's see what happens. Like you said, let's see right. what happens. Let's see what happens. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, right. Anytime you're trying to make behavior change, which can be very hard, you have to find a support system. I mean, really it do. can be your really husband do. or your wife. It could be your neighbor. It could be a Facebook group. It really doesn't matter. But people who have support are the ones who are going to succeed in the long run. The, the true yeah. definition, if I can spit it out, the true definition of community, again, in the multi-definition that community is, medically, mm -hmm. in your community, in your group, if you're all overweight or whatever you are, who cares? It, but that kind of support at home, mm -hmm. people that are suffering the same pain or whatever, it makes more sense if you can reflect that mm -hmm. off. And then, you know, maybe that practitioner is on this. I'm saying I tease a little bit, yeah. but it just well, helps. It helps to, if it's somebody, you know, or empathizing, let's face it. You might listen to them first for the obvious reasons to be open to listen to yourself with no aspersions on yourself. You say it so well, if they haven't been there, done that before, it's obviously an introduction process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. It can't yeah. be done in an hour or fifteen minutes or no. twenty podcasts of or whatever. Right. It's it's. But and you know, so if please you're gonna... please do tell everybody, and I promise I'll be quiet. How can they start to channel in reaching out to yourself in those oh, to me. situations? So um, I have I do have a friend of mine who's helping me revamp my website, but um, right. it is good. Mm -hmm. Good. It's, <laughs> so I'm not, not that your website's bad. It's good that you're just yeah. getting the help to make sure that it's yeah. You have other things to do with no aspersions mm -hmm. on getting your website right. Continue. Right, right. So you know, I'm in the process still of moving from more of a clinical, I clock in, I clock out kind of practice to having my own health coaching business, which I do already have, and I, you know, but it's a part time 
you know, gig that I want to be more full time. That takes so time too. I know it does, yes, about it really that. Does. Continue, continue. Yep. So um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know. You can probably put my, I can send you my handles if you don't have them. But and they certainly can. Trip. They certainly can find you right. by all of the social media or whatever while yeah. you're fine tuning yeah. or whatever. And the other one is. Yeah ready to go so they can right, find it right they, they don't yeah have so any, they don't have that <laughs> we're right. trying to help right. everybody we make fun of nobody yeah. we're trying to help right. everybody they can right. find you it, okay. and one more so, time the book and so forth just in case so i yeah no i don't i don't have my own book yet but the okay. ebook, e-book. I'm e-book sorry, that e-book. you're talking e-book. about I so i should have said if, that e-book. yep if e-book. you go to vital transformations llc.com yep, yep. you know um, that is the main web page, and then you can go uh-oh, to um, to different sections there. You can go to my own podcast. Uh, the freebie is there. Um, the Happy Toes one, I think you have the link to that. Are you putting the links in the show notes? Say do you do that? Do, do you put links in the show notes? In the post-production, yeah. In the, in oh, the, okay, okay. To answer your question, because we're live taping like we talk, not right as we speak. Right. But of course, overnight. It, right. And I will. Yeah. I will do that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And okay. you know what? So, friendly, remind, friendly reminder, definitely reinforce that to make sure that I do when you send me an email. After, I, but I will, yes. I most assuredly will do that. Continue. I will, I'll send you all the right links so people please do. don't have please to do. go very That's, far. I, I appreciate yeah. that. Please do. Yeah. 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 So I'll send that all to you so they can get that um, uh, signs you up for my newsletter, which does not come out very frequently. I'm working to be more consistent on that and really want to help people um, understand I'm going to have a heart health course coming out in the near future. Um, I do help people one on one and um, I'm on Facebook. So uh, growing a community of like minded people that can support each other as well. That's my vital transformations. I have my own personal page and then I have vital transformations LLC Facebook page as well. I'm also on Instagram, um, you know, so and LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn as well. So I'm there, too. You have all those proverbial bases for sure covered. And that's great. Yes. And I and I can't let you go when you said I haven't written my book yet. I love the yet. So there's aspirations, <laughs> obviously, proverbial drawing board or whatever. Know, we'll see. Or it'll come we'll as see. it comes. But you haven't ruled it out. When you I say, haven't ruled it out. No. There you go. So I love it when you say, yeah, that's wonderful because it just reinforces yeah. that you're aspiring right. to continue to what I knew yesterday. I'm learning a little, all of that crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Before we let you go, I got to jot a couple of notes because, first of all, my mom passed away from ALS. Oh, did she? So, no, but oh, thank I'm you. Sorry. And thank you. And I have that little bit of uphand personal experience right mm. along with you. Thank God mm. it wasn't. Or apparently a family tree issue unique to right, that. Right, right, yeah. But you know, it, that's just like all diseases are. That's yeah. a horrible one to witness someone go through. So, mm-hmm. as you know, as you know. Yes, yes. And a couple of other I real quick know. ones. Who cares? Being an NCAA basketball fan, if you will, I know all about <laughs> Chapel Hill, where you live. Way back, Andy Griffith show for those of a certain age, Raleigh, when they yes. weren't in Mount, when they weren't in Mount Pilot, and all, I kid. And many years ago, I went through Raleigh and all of that. So I just uh-huh. had to jot those little notes. Oh, thank yeah. you, thank you for picking everybody's attention to yeah. that. So, you you know, know, I went to um, I went to UNC Chapel Hill when Coach K and Coach Smith. So Coach Smith was a basketball coach, and there at you UNC. go. 
Coach I K remember, was at Duke. I, I remember where I remember what you're about to intimate. That's one as a oh you, you you were a young student or at the tail end of being or who cares? Um, yeah, I think like I was in my undergrad senior? nursing degree. Yeah, maybe. okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and with that academia, as long as it takes, for obvious reasons, when 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 were you done with all of that impressive academia? How long did mm -hmm. that take? It obviously takes a while. Yes. Well, um, so I did a four-year degree in biology. Then I tacked on two more with a nursing undergrad. Then I did. Yes, um, yeah. And took continue. me three. Yeah, it took me three to, to get my that. master's. Yeah. yeah. Um, and actually, my master's I slowed down a little bit because um, I'd gotten married. I had had three pregnancy losses. Yeah, you lived losses. a little tiny bit of life in there. Shame on you. Yeah. I'm, te I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> well, all. we tried to have a baby, and I couldn't have a baby. I had lost three pregnancies. And so oh, I thought, well, I guess I'm not going to have a baby. I guess I'll go back to nursing school because that's what I wanted to do originally. Got into nursing school, started my program. And I thought, gosh, I'm so tired. And my mom said, that's pregnancy tired. I was like, no, it's, I'm just starting school. Knows, I'm working. She, mom, mom knows. Well, yeah, continue, continue. Well, I, so I had a baby after I started, I was pregnant in my first semester as a master's student. So I, um, you know, I thought, well, shoot, I just guess I'm going to do everything at the same time. So it took me three years. Oh, what, to a beautiful that what a beautiful gift, obviously, obviously through the other ones that unfortunately mm -hmm. didn't yeah. work out. So right. God right. Yeah, you. it was. God, uh, bless you. God bless you. It was great. And, you know, another thing, just uh, blood pressure, just real quick side note. Um, people can try hibiscus tea. There's some good data on hibiscus tea. So one or two cups a day, I think. Thank you so, so much, because you've done so much in so many regards to some of the faction of the audience that I've told you about. See, I told you guys the doc. I tease. I tease. <laughs> See, I told you there's doctors that concur. And all. I tease. I tease. Are you, before I let you go, I got to ask you, are you familiar with Dr. Dustin Sulak and his works here in Maine? No. Who is that? Dr. Dustin Sulak, S-U-L-A-K on the end of the last name. F -U -L -A -K. You know, it sounds familiar. I know you have. And again, 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 to one of your earlier points, we all have what I like to call tunnel audio, like whatever the subject yeah. is, right? Where have I heard right. that before or whatever? That's part of the, that's part of the human equation too, right? I, I know that you are, and I mean that with all due respect. When we get done and I get a hold of you later and all that, I'll just give you his links because I know, I know, I know that you would enjoy it so much. Real quickly, he's helping the Western trained with no aspersion. He is, because he's alternative, he's integrative. Mm -hmm. They come mm -hmm. to his webinars. He's highly renowned, especially in cannabis and CBD. Who cares? Right. But he is, right. but he, he is. He's considered like the expert for obvious reasons. So anyhow, many, because I take his certification course and I'm still not a doctor in the crowd in there. But, right. But, 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 and, well, I'll check, yeah, I'll check him out. Yeah, but it's, it's a combination of those that also wanted to come aboard a little quicker, if you will. Yeah to protect the obviously you know exactly what i'm saying this is why i know he whenever you can fit it in you'll love it and i'll leave you with one more he has a handbook that he says you know this is geared to fellow practitioners you may want to get it for your practitioner if you wanted to pass it mm -hmm. on or whatever mm -hmm. in one of my appointments when i, I 
talked about my arthritis with him and, and what we were going to do with my uh, amalgam fillings being high, mercury poison and all that kind of stuff. So good. So good. Mm. So when we talked about, about it, I teased him and I go, yeah, I read your book. And he wasn't being insulting or anything. So, But you could see the quandary. He goes, you read my book? And I said, well, not five times, five, five times. So that broke the levity. And I said, I didn't buy your book. I went to Kindle. I did the thousand page. Mm-hmm. And I said, I've read it five times. I'm definitely still not a practitioner. I believe in what you said. And I'm going to try to yeah. pay it forward on my website. They got the biggest kick out of that. But nice. I no cool what they were. T- I know some of the jargon. I know some of the jargon. Yeah. Likewise, plant-based and all of that. I haven't right. for it, but I don't have your... I certainly right. don't have his. Well, he's, I'm sorry, but you know where I'm going with yeah. that. I never claimed that I was a physician. Then nobody said I was. But the well, beauty, and the, I'm sorry, the beauty of it was because they weren't insulting anybody. He goes, for that quick second, he goes, you read my book? <laughs> it was just beautiful. Anyway, continue, continue, continue. No, I was going to say that it's, um, you know, we didn't even talk about the whole Ayurveda thing, which was we have, um, and we pulling will. in the, we will. right, the more of an, uh, yep ancient western or i mean um correct. Uh, from it's correct. from india correct uh, correct for those that don't know system. for those that don't know thank you mm-hmm. which is really interesting it's like the original lifestyle medicine but so pulling some of that in and all these other healing modalities even for blood pressure and the stickiness of your blood grounding so walking barefoot on the ground i mean maybe not in maine right now you know no, but, but you know what um, you know what it really is even more conducive because of the cold temperatures, which is good for your body while you're <laughs> And there are factions, and they are, there are factions that certainly know that. Overall, we're pretty, because there's so many artisanally gifted growers up here of all mm-hmm. things, by the way, to include hemp mm-hmm. and cannabis. Right. But right, right. Maine, Maine Organic Farmers Growers Association is now. Mm. We're blessed. Mm-hmm. We're blessed, and right. we have a we have a natural spring up here, Summit Springs, which is mm-hmm. a phenomenon mm-hmm. of nature. It goes uphill, one hundred and seventy-five. There's those are gifts from God. It, it's deep, cavernous water. We can't let folks get away with not mentioning that. And shame on me if you keep your pH balanced with as clean of a source of water as you can get, that's getting challenging for the aforementioned reasons. If you keep your pH balance level, and I'm not saying it as a doctor, I'm living proof of it. There's nothing that's going to penetrate your body in the way of taking you out or developing. There just isn't. And if it well, does, and if it does, you're more capable and competent of defeating it, mm-hmm. having it go quickly. You know that. You're but, more flexible. Yeah. I had a 50-plus mm-hmm. year of a working career. It's true. It's proven. I got remunerated. I got trophy. Who cares? I never missed a day due to illness. True. Did I call in and use my personal names? Hey, my <laughs> my personal Hey, my Uncle Charlie, which I don't have, and we're going fishing. Of course I did, and so did you guys. But it was my, <laughs> right. but it was my personal time. The bottom line is right. it wasn't for illness. I never missed right. a day. And I got to say, it's, uh, I'm as dumb as an ox, if you will. I'm not. But it yeah. wasn't because I I just paid attention and I owe it to my grandfather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to your right. points, you brought me up. Well, 
So they were probably more connected with the natural world and they had to be gardens. And like we said, there was no little men in white coats, and there's nothing wrong with little men in white coats. Please understand, Mm -hmm. my labs, they just didn't have that. And let's get real. Uh, in some cases, if they were real rural or going out rest, uh, they couldn't bathe for four months or mm. they had to do it in a creek. They didn't have any bathtubs if you go right. back. Or if they did, it wasn't running water with a pivoting shower head. Mm-hmm. We, do well, you some, know, we do sometimes maybe forget that. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, right, Continue. right. Continue. Um you know, I'm lucky here in Florida because there's a lot of natural springs. I know the maps so, because because it's uh-huh. my gig, but there are. There are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so there's a spring not far from me that we go. How beautiful uh, is that? We, we try to go, I don't know, every other week or something. And we collect the water. So you can collect the water. It has a, it kind of has some sulfur. So we let it sit for a couple of days. But then yeah. after, it is the most, it tastes so good. Can't your, your body palate, feels can't good. Your palate like this yeah, is water. Or mm, all right, from the earth, you know. But you can go to a website. There's Thank a you. website called findaspring.org, I think. It is. And you it can is. find wherever spring might be near you. And a lot of the time, you can bring something to collect the water. You continue talking. Um, I'm just going to back up for a second because I want to show exactly what you're saying. Continue with that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know where he's going. But finding water. I just had a gentleman on my show. This is a natural spring in Idaho to go to go to your point. This is the tourmaline spring one in Maine. The dilemma, the dilemma is it's a small company. This isn't BPA plastic, but those are the challenges financially. Mm -hmm. Not the product, not the product. Mm-hmm. These guys are just starting out. They are indeed going with the glass protection and what have you. Point, yeah. point, point being, we talked about those maps and all of the springs to include Florida. I swear to God, we just had that conversation. <laughs> and, I, and that's why I do this. It's no certainly no trick of hand or whatever. Sometimes right. you have to do that too, right? Sometimes you have right. to do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's, it's so good. Great. I mean, it's so I think, that you're you know, that. and really what, what you're getting into right now, which we could talk, I mean, people get another four I've taken days, a whole course, another four, right, days, another four days, days, right. Yeah, right. Is now, now we're getting into the territory of uh, not only good water, good pure water, but toxins. So you yeah. mentioned BPA. So Come a lot back. of people have seen that BPA free. We all see that, but you know, it, um, there are a couple of really great books. I took a course by a woman named Lara Adler, who has a lot of information out there, but it's for medical providers. If there's right. any medical providers listening, um, her course is fantastic for working through the different toxins in our environment and the ways that the things that we have control over, what we can change, and the things we don't have control over, don't stress so much. Like, figure out what you can use in your life try to slowly x out the plastics and bring in the glass and the aluminum or not the aluminum but the stainless steel right you know just small things like that because the the things like bpa and there's plenty more of them not just bpa they're endocrine system disruptors and they can lead to obesity the endocrine society has a whole like 100 page book about endocrine disruptors 
it's a huge issue that I don't think we address much. Some functional medicine people might, or right. like the mercury you're talking about, that that, that may take some aluminum, time to get mercury. Just go, the list yep. just goes on and on. And by, right, it, it, goes be, on by and on. it being such deep, to your point, by it being such deep cavernous water, Florida, Maine, and what have you, uh-huh. it's it's anthropogenically pollution free. And if it does go spring to bottle, it's still anthropogenically pollution. And there's nothing in the world of a natural source that is not anthropogenically pollution victimized. It can't be. Mm-hmm. So by being that deep cavernous, just to bring it into all the foolishness in the world, Hiroshima, whatever, that has never been even remotely exposed to the fallout or what have you. That's sometimes hard to fathom until you find that edification or discover it. The deep cavernous, the one in Maine, they guesstimate that it's over 10,000 years old. It's truly glacial. And it's an amazing, all of it's an amazing phenomenon. Those in your neighborhood, it's a gift. You know, when you, I was going to say, from the intelligence of nature, God, whatever you want, universe, whatever you want to call it, but all of that. And we got to go back to the old adage the body can and will heal itself if you help it, if you help it along, if you help it along. And that was a gift from the aliens, the great beyond, whatever. We're all good with all that. Yeah, right. Right? So, so I mean, so that's that's another thing that I probably should have touched on when we were talking about how people, um, how all these medical conditions, these chronic conditions have been normalized. The other thing that people don't even realize, or I didn't even really like bring it to my awareness so much until the, I don't know, last few years maybe right. is that the body is a fantastic healing machine isn't it <laughs> if you give it what it needs and you take out what it doesn't your body is so fantastic so yep. it's almost a reconceptualization of what the body is capable of so exactly. much more than exactly. we think it really is and mm-hmm. like to your point, when I was in the industry long ago, far away, I'm retired and all of that. And it was great. And I had animal, human products, all of that. So what? But I'm darn proud of it. Point being, earth and clay, we found out, not me, I'm not a mixologist. I just had some ideas. Hey, what would happen? Thank God I got to the right people so I didn't blow anybody up. I tease a little bit. I never mixed anything, maybe Kool-Aid when I was a kid. But I had these ideas, really. What would happen? Due to my grandfather or whatever. What about Calendula? You know, an arbitrary one. If you put it with this through the proper people in their own labs, manufacturer to manufacturer, myself being an independent ingredient. Long story short, aloe, we know, hey, if you cut yourself, aloe is great. It will suture it really quick, naturally. Anyway, we did this combination and it was marketed for pests. It's an amazing, it's an amazing, almost like how fast it would rapidly suture before your eyes. But that's because it had a number of natural flower ingredients, the bark Mm -hmm. flowers and so forth. And then on the other side with the earthen clay supplier, what the name intimates, all generated with multiple minerals from the earth naturally mm-hmm. yeah. uh, sorry this water is gifted with amethyst predominantly naturally what is that one called 
that well it's called summit spring the spring and the tourmaline water which is tourmaline spring comes from the same spring it's just one is completely raw from the natural source and mm. one is semi-filtered as it goes to the box or bottles which is basically the difference but this mm. one is naturally enriched predominantly with amethyst as well as a multitude and myriad of minerals real quickly and thank you this one with the gentleman from idaho silica highly predominant and visible and visible in silica as you know it's the second prevalent mineral in the earth after oxygen mm. and so forth so this one is naturally predominantly quartz mm. yeah because well, quartz is everywhere right because of the silica and i'm gonna do a little bit of research and again i know nothing about anything i've found it out through a lot of help i'm gonna do go to those sites in florida and if one of us yeah. finds out something about seriously about hey i wonder if it's rich in pick them you know pick a mineral of your choice it would mm -hmm. be interesting fodder to get an appreciation of whether it's Idaho, Florida, around the world, these are nutrient-rich gifts mm -hmm. from Lord yeah. or the aliens yeah. or what it's all about, Alfie, right? So we're just trying to not be, certainly I don't perceive us as being arrogant or whatever. Like that can get perceived that way because of all conditionings. We wouldn't be doing yeah. this this long and this passionately and that, you know, all your academia and time and money that you spent to get, you know, I mean, it's, we've lost that element of common sense in a lot of cases and that's mm -hmm. right there in our souls too. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just yeah. have to revisit it. So all of the things that you said, it's a challenge now for all of those reasons. And when you kind of surrender Dorothy it's not to that degree that's the awakening and yeah. take it from ones that know it and thank god we found it we just said yeah. we were as curious yellow or whatever it's part of the equation when you discover it when you discover it you're going to concur to the end of time that it was the best thing you ever did and where have i been and why didn't i do that before without being condescending or arrogant or whatever. Well, <laughs> right. I always, yeah, I, I often wish, gosh, why didn't I know all this stuff before now? I could have had like, you know, maybe I could have lived a calmer life for a longer time or, and yeah, that's another myself, thing. Like, that's nothing wrong that we've been content. You can't change the past, right. but you can no. base the past on what you can do, but we all do that, right? Oh, mm -hmm. geez, if I, when I was eight, if I painted that house, I would have made an extra 50, oh, what I could have bought the bike, quit, whatever you want to do, right? Or if I did try a little harder in school, if applicable, you know, maybe I could have been Dean's List or whatever, and it was all in, who cares, I was, who cares, who cares? But all, all right. along the way, all along, whatever it is, geez, I'd like to play tennis or, well, and, and again, maybe you suck at tennis, pardon me, but maybe you suck at tennis. It might not be a natural ability. I would be horrible at tennis. But right, I mean, I tried it. I, I am horrible I at tried tennis. It. I tried it. Well, I'm horrible at tennis, trust me, when I was young enough to play it. And I mm -hmm. still move around all that. But I guess all my rumble, bumble, stumble. 
somebody louis pasteur whatever if you want somebody it initiated somewhere right and they were the initiator the originator the mm -hmm. teacher the doctor the lawyer the indian chief right? and yeah, yes we yeah. can still say right there's a starting point for everything somewhere in the discovery yeah. person uh process that's right right that's right and then yeah, that's how right. the modalities came to being and again Always appreciate what the Aboriginal and the Native people done, and just take the right. glean something from it. And uh, that's why some of them, like you said, live like 150 years, and that's an extreme, but it has been done. A hundred is like our mm -hmm. 70 in some of those. Mm -hmm. and, right. and say a little prayer, and I think she's going to make it. My mother-in-law will be a hundred in about four weeks. And you know what? Really? And you know what? And I say that with all due respect, and she won't be. She'll be spitting on our remains. I believe that. I, be <laughs> I, believe, I believe that. So it can be done. Is Maybe what she I'm will. Look, yeah. she, because you right. know why? I, and I mean, it's the obvious. She got the light years ago through the mm -hmm. help of her eldest daughter. Uh, second, my, my wife is her eldest daughter. I do know that. But anyway, her oh, daughter. It, it just, hey, mom, you know, you might want years ago, years ago. Here she is. Here she is. And I'll tell you what, she'll definitely make it to whatever I just said, May 9th, and I think beyond. So it can all be done, folks, yeah. and it's being proven around right. us, even domestically or whatever. It can be, mm -hmm. like I, like we said, we can all maybe, after the toxicity and everything that we've done, given the right direction, I think advancement in medicine, given the time, 100 years, will be like, you're just, oh, a, yeah. you're just a kid. Seriously. Yeah, right. I think right. we did that. So what did you do with your first hundred years now that you're not 25 <laughs> like it is now when the brain right. isn't developed right. until you were 25? I fervently believe that's going to happen. So you know yeah. I'll never let you go unless you, unless we force the issue. Do we cover everything for today? And mm. and you certainly have well, open invitation. Oh, well, there's there's tons of things to talk about. It but really if people is. want to know more about their heart health, I'll send you the two links for the free stuff. Yep. One is just blood pressure. The and other I will, one is the happy I, toes. I promise I'm real good when somebody tells me stuff. I'm still good. I yeah, tease a little yeah. bit. We'll make sure we'll make sure that gets done. I'll and for to today, you. we'll say to be continued. Fair enough. Sure. Great. Sure. Wonderful. So audience, I'm gonna say bye-bye to yourself. And you know the we get it in the green room. You'd have to be there. She's been here and done that before. <laughs> I'll elaborate on that another time. So for today, everybody, as always, however you got here, if you hear this in replay five months from now, when that happens, right? I discover stuff every day, right? We all do. It's like, geez, that was great by that guy. Geez, he did that in 2017. Well, it's just the way it is. So thank you for being here each and every day. It does continue to spread the network, spread the word. Everything resonates with someone because of that because they're all good topics. And again, money, budgets, whatever, we all understand that. There's some things that you know you will do it. You're understanding it. You can't. That's also part of the equation. And none of us necessarily created that. We just have to live with it. I'll be here till midnight. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same station. The good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. And I like my yes. odds, too. I'll be right here waiting for you. Thanks, everybody. Th thank you, Grandpa Bill, for having me. I Yo, appreciate it. It's been all my pleasure. Believe that. Thank you, folks. We'll see you again whenever. I am here every day. My two church mice are here. I tease. Wherever you come in, I'll be here waiting.
Good day. Peace. And we'll see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye for now. Thank you, folks. Bye.